Uh, we are bringing soapy feet picks in three, two, oh, one. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 216 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk destiny, interview guests, and talk about our love of the game. I don't know how much of the pre-show will be in the recording, but just in case it's not, we have a soapy feet pick master here and uh, someone who uh, is very proud to be on our ep- on our podcast a second time before other podcasts. We won't name any names. We won't. Hawk Slayer, how are you doing? Well, we'll name your name. How are you doing, Hawk Slayer? I'm doing good. I didn't know that you guys were going to throw me under the bus like that. Dad, got it. You're not throwing anything <laughs> under the bus. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what the discussion was, folks. I mean, Hawk Slayer is an awesome dude, and he and all our podcasts out here love him. And just due to scheduling or whatever, I guess uh, he bugged Sin or Sin bugged you, but just circumstantially, we have you on tonight. So we're Really looking forward to that, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm excited that I haven't been on podcast in a while, so I might be a little rusty. Mm, nah, you're fine. You're fine. Just I, saw your, I saw your birthday's coming up, sir. Yeah, that would be the 17th. Same as Gator. Wait, Gator's is the 17th? Uh, that's what I see on the calendar. Let's Holy cow, we got birthday buddies. Yeah, let's double check this. I now I'm gonna I better double check in case I am wrong. But let's see, birthday calendar here. We have a private Discord channel that Mr. Monkey manages all this, and we have a Me6 bot, but yes, Todd the Gator, also a June 17th. So I bet he doesn't know that your birthday is the same as his, but you know that yours is the same as his. So um how about, I don't know. Can you use that to your advantage or play a trick on him or something? I don't know. Something, right? The, the sad thing is this podcast will probably come out after your birthday and Gator's birthday, but we're just saying a happy birthday right now because of that. Well, thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because we're recording Thursday the 15th, so that would be Saturday, right? Well, yes. Yeah, perfect. Yep. Well, happy birthday, Gator, if you're listening to this. Hmm. <laughs> All right, Sin. Let's start singing "Happy Birthday." No, we're good. I'm sitting oh, over here uh, coughing and muting over him in the background. Oh yeah, Sin may be <laughs> he, he's coughing, and uh, I'm sure it's smoker's cough, right? <laughs> uh, lingering uh, crap that my kids gave me. And uh, if you ever had like an eye infection or eye nastiness, and like your eyes start weeping, like. Gross I don't, want to do it. I don't yes. get STDs yeah. like you do. <laughs> well, my my oldest daughter, it happened like whatever viral thing we got during vacation. Her eyes were like weepy during vacation. A couple days she was over it. Well, a couple days ago, my eyes started weeping a little bit. 
and uh, it's kind of gross. Weird architecture going around, yeah, yeah. Weird. That's how they do it over in the WV <laughs> and the WV, and apparently yep. uh, the Outer Banks. Yeah, probably the swamp water got you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we weren't far from it. You shouldn't have been kissing those turtles. Gross. No. <laughs> I actually straight up yeeted a uh, a snapping turtle whenever I was home last month. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, by the way, those things stink. Like that thing smelled like it was swimming around in straight feces. Eat feces. Yeah. Same difference. But but real quick, and we like to kind of just do questions as they come, and I have one saved up, but uh, I do see you answered it in the chat, but just for those that aren't okay. reading the chat and listening to the show afterwards, uh, Rodimus asked if um, you could pick one disc to use for disc golf. What are you using and why? Okay. Overall, I mean, you can always have distance drivers, mid-ranges, and others. Those are your three main categories. You also have overstable and understable, but if I had to pick one main disc to use, it would have to be the uh, Axiom Disc Hex, which is a mid-range. That that gives you both your kind of longer distance. Like, I can throw mine around like 275 max, but you can still use it for your shorter ranges because it, it still has that nice... Uh, subtle aerodynamics versus the uh, uh, versus the distance driver, which has a harsher drop-off, meaning whenever you throw it, it's going to dump to the left or to the right, depending on how you throw it. So the, uh, the hex would have to be one of my favorite discs overall, just because of how, number one, how well I can manipulate it, and Number two, the versatility of it, whether I'm far away or whether I'm close up, I, I can basically beef it out there wherever I need to put it. Wow. What the heck are you even talking about? It's like another foreign language to me. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like two beers in at this point. No, I mean, I knew disc golf was a big thing, but uh, I didn't know there was that much lingo and different things and this and that. Oh, this is still the tip of the iceberg, bud. I can have you completely lost in about five minutes, if that. <laughs> well, we'll maybe pause on that part for now. But uh... <laughs> I've seen some uh, Discord videos on my uh, on my uh, Facebook Shorts. That's about it. That's about how much I know about it. Wait, you mean TikTok videos? You wear Facebook Shorts, Sin? Uh, the Facebook. Well, <laughs> maybe they, maybe they're not called Facebook Shorts, but the Facebook videos. Whenever you put oh, yeah. a video and start swiping through them, it's very much like TikTok and YouTube. Like I've seen a couple pop up on there recently. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, people, uh, check out Hawkslayer's other episode of us. It's episode 189 uh, back last December. So um, if you are interested in that. But yeah, glad to have you back again tonight. We're going to be talking some Destiny. We're going to be talking... Some other gaming, uh, what's up with you, and uh, yeah, maybe a little bit of news. Uh, I do not have time to look at that chart right now, Rodmus, you put in your Discord. <laughs> I mean, I understand everything about that. Y'all y'all might have a uh, a little trouble with that. 
But if you too are interested in disc golf, uh, we're having a little mini discussion about it in our podcast live text chat, which does stick around, by the way. Even if you're not listening to this show live, you can check it out after the fact. Do it. Just hop into the podcast live channel. I know that may sound weird. It's not like you're going to alert people like what we do when we start a show. You can just be in there. Nothing will be happening. You'll just be a listener mode, but then you go over to the chat on the right, and then you can see the conversation. And then maybe Sin will come in and scare you. Go, boo. <laughs> Pretty much. Cough in your face. Yeah. High seepage. Yep. <clears throat> what is new mm, otherwise with you, Hawkslayer? Uh, I'm just trying to make it through Season of the Deep right now. Uh, of course, right now I'm on the road again. Uh, I'm working up here in Ohio, and actually, uh, a couple weeks ago, I actually met up with Hazel. Nice. How was it? I uh, I picture him being a uh, short kind of guy. No, he's... I mean, he was just as tall as I was. He wasn't short or nothing. <laughs> uh, that, and of course... Uh, so I get there like 30 minutes beforehand and this bar or this, uh, this place that we go to has like 365 beers available. So, uh, I'm sitting there literally stuck or studying over the menu and I glance up whenever I see somebody come in cause I'm like, okay, well I'm waiting on him. Maybe check it out. I, that's not him. That's not him. And all of a sudden I see this guy uh, with this awkward look come in with a Destiny 2 shirt, and once he gets closer, I see Hazelnut on the sleeve. I'm like, that's him. What a nerd. Hey. I don't I don't wear stuff out <laughs> in public like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. So he actually uh, tell me has about a the... Destiny 2 shirt with Hazelnut. Is it one of the uh, moments of Triumph ones? Uh, I believe so. I, I can't remember the shirt exactly. I didn't really stare at him that that hard that intently to memorize all that <laughs> but but i'm interested in this tons of beers we have places like that around here too with like just yeah hundreds to pick from and probably like 40 50 on tap and then hundreds more like in a you know fridge uh what did you end up getting so we got a local brew i want to say it was a blonde ale that, that was our beginner and then uh, towards the end of our meal, we had a, or we got a flight of beer where we chose three different ones. Uh, we chose like a safe option, uh, something local to try, and then something absolutely random, as in like pick the one with the coolest name. So th that right there is the one that I remember. Uh, Hazel got like some kind of hazelnut stout. Of course he did. Uh, he wasn't really that. He wasn't really that big of a fan of it, though. Uh, for me, I got this one. It was an oatmeal stout, and and before you start cringing to it, the name of this stout was Toppling Goliath Rover Truck. All right. I'm not gonna lie. It was absolutely delicious. It the flavor. It wasn't super thick like you'd think it'd be. It was uh, very light. It was basically like a morning breakfast ale. That that would be the best way to put it, if you're yeah. a morning drinker. No, I'm down. I've had some good, um, 
like uh, from San Diego, there's the Belching Beaver brand. They make a really good peanut butter stout. Not too sweet, but still a good flavor. And I've had some fun flavored like chocolate and coffee and peanut butter type stouts. You're, it's a very fine line. They can get some of them get too sweet or too crazy, but if done right, they can be really good. Actually, right now I am drinking a Columbus Lager, which is one brewed right around here in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, this right here actually has like a dark chocolate aftertaste. It, it, it's really weird for a lager, but it's refreshingly delicious. Can't go wrong with anything chocolate. I mean, if it's done wrong, you could. Yeah. Yes, that's true. I don't like cheap milk chocolate like Hershey things. I'm more of a chocolate snob, but just chocolate flavor and a lot of things is generally good for me. I like oh, oh, so, oh, so you like those Mr. Beast bars? Mm, not sure what that <laughs> one is, <laughs> but just regular chocolate bars. You know, uh, like doesn't have to be super high quality stuff, but not like the cheap Americanized commoditized stuff we've made over the last 50 years either. You know, I don't like the milk chocolate. It just has to be like regular chocolate. It doesn't have to be super dark, but just no, no milk in it. Oh, uh, so you so you like those, uh, gear deli stuff. Mm, actually, I don't like those ones as much. Really? <laughs> or just like, more just like, um, those are fine. Uh, gear deli just, I mean, you're asking me the question, so I'm answering, but uh, yes. your deli is like barely a step up from Hershey's in my opinion. But the problem too is they have those mixes where, so when you go to dark chocolate, I think it's like anything above 50% and, and there's no milk in it. So you may ask like, well, what's, what makes it go higher? 50, 60, 70. It's basically how much sugar they put in it, right? So if you have something that's 50, 60%, that's basically what you would count as semi-sweet chips. Like if you're making chocolate chip cookies. There's no milk in it, but they're still very sweet. Um, but the Gear Deli, when they have those little sample packs and the different flavors, it seem like they only do like 50% or they'll be like gimmicky and do like an 80%, which everyone who likes chocolate knows you're not really supposed to go that high either. There's like no flavor at all. You want to have like a, at least a titch of sugar, like kind of like the 60, 70% is right, right about perfect. I know that sounds very like pinky in the peek in the air but you go to a grocery store even just normal stores you can find tons of these bars they're just next to the regular chocolate bars and hundreds of brands and stuff and um easy to find those type of things the more you know yep <sighs> but uh so busy with work and uh but you're playing destiny some still yeah i try to play on on my days off or uh or on my free time Whenever I'm not completely wiped. Uh, <laughs> yesterday at work, was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Uh, I got put into a situation where I was literally hanging upside down from an I beam trying to connect a bolt on in between these two brackets so I can uh, anchor the two units together. Not sure. playing Destiny. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That'd be <been> awesome. <laughs> I mean, I was listening to a Destiny 2 podcast in my earbuds. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That, that counts, right? That's always a nice. little bit. See, my work is hard to do listening to um, stuff because I'm either on a phone call with people or I'm kind of like actively 
researching something that needs to be solved quickly. So if I'm listening to a podcast, since I don't have ADHD, it actually distracts me listening to something. I don't focus more. So, but then, in, but I have a lot of free time when I'm not actively doing stuff for my job. And then that's when I'll listen to podcasts and stuff. But it's kind of ironic, even though I have a lot of flexibility, I don't sometimes listen to podcasts as much as other people that may have like a normal long drive to work. Uh, like you still, yes. And I assume you still listen to a lot of Destiny podcasts <laughs> with your drives and stuff. Um, I change you, off. Sometimes change it's off. Spotify, yeah, change it up. Sometimes it's like I power through a bunch of podcasts. Do you listen to it like yeah. at a higher speed? No, I uh, stopped doing that. Yeah, so it's not going. <laughs> I used to do time and a half so I could get through them quicker because there were so many. But then I only do the uh, core couple from the out sector. Mm. So I don't. I don't have to. Uh... You elitist. Right. What? That's <laughs> all I listen to. Out sector unite. <laughs> Yes. Well, you know, that's that's what everyone should be listening to, if if anything, right? Right. And then, and then move on to the other Destiny podcast afterwards, if they have time. If you have time, yes. Because we do take a lot, of, a lot of time. Oh, I know. I mean, probably like us and Blu-ray Lounge are one of the shorter ones, but the other ones, whew, Guardian. De- well, Potato Thumbs can be short too. So sorry, but like, I guess it's mostly just uh, Guardian Down and Two Titans and a Hunter. It'll be on the longer yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. Which I've been on Two Titans and a Hunter the most. Really? How many? Uh, I want to say four or five episodes now. So you're getting Man, into you are the uh, time of making your own podcast. I know. Yeah. So demanding on all these podcasts. Just start your own, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't That's have the time for that. <laughs> I mean, recording the podcast is the easy part. Doing the editing and trying to fine tune everything—that's the hard part. And whoever does that, kudos to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also, you don't have to do a lot. I appreciate the little amount that Sin does, potato thumbs uh, and stuff. Amount. I mean, I get it. There's. <laughs> Other podcasts say they want to like fine tune everything, but I kind of just like a chill conversation. Also, there, there's pluses and minuses both ways, and kind of keep it how it is 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 pretty good, unless there's some major problem, yeah. you know. I mean, or you can do like Gator and say you're going to cut that out, but you never actually do. <laughs> <laughs> I used to fine tune, take out like like breaths, and like really cut up a bunch of stuff. And I stopped doing all that. It's now a uh, a quicker edit. Quickie. Sin likes quickies. Yep. <laughs> hey, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you got stuff you got to do. Yeah. It's called having your cake and eating, and eating it too. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which, by well, the way, uh, I already had my birthday cake. I, I had that last week whenever I was home. What kind of cake? So I actually had two cakes. Uh, I had a red velvet cake and then a spur of the moment. My wife said that she wanted a lemon cake. So I was like, okay, but let's go get the fixings for a lemon cake. So we made like a traditional lemon cake with lemon zest and 
basically made from scratch. That sounds amazing. Nice. That does. Sound uh, that that was awesome. I only got like two slices, and then the entire cake was gone. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah that sounds amazing. <laughs> oh man, we have so much to talk about. And real quick, I do want to mention shout out to Magic Mike in our live chat. Just boosted the server. Thank you, sir, for that. Thanks for being in the live chat. Um, you do mention, just in case you're not aware, Magic Mike, you say you run out of Destiny Podcast to listen to. Um, do you know about destinypodcasts.com? It's a website I maintain that I keep track of all the different Destiny Podcasts out there, so there may be more than you are aware of. Just something to keep in mind if people are looking for more. I can't keep up with all of them, that's for sure. There's a lot to listen to. Oh, yeah. Yes. Content overload is what I like to call it. There really is. I mean, we have the Al Sector. Again, that's all everyone should be listening to. But if you happen to have more time, there are podcasts outside of the Al Sector. What are we, some exclusive club? We're better than all the other (laughs) Disney podcasts. Well, yeah. What are you talking about? I mean, we're proud to be helping each other out and be part of this group where... I kind of consider this the mom and pop of Destiny podcasts where we're not like coming from some big professional like IGN thing. We're not um, trying to just be an island on ourselves. We really like teaming up with other Destiny podcasts, helping each other out, being part of a greater community. Well, the community is the whole reason why I say that the Owl Sector would have to be the best podcast circuit out there just because of how I don't want to say necessarily how vast it is, but how active and how uplifting the community is. And nobody in here or nobody that I know of in this entire circuit puts up with any toxicity. And honestly, I haven't seen any of that ever. Yeah, very true. I mean, I would agree with that. We like to be chill. Generally, everyone that joins up in any of the discords and they group up with people, do a raid, whatever, they're like, wow, we can actually have good experiences doing LFG in these raids and these things. And like, yeah, you don't, it's not like everyone is a jerk out there. Right. I mean, like, I haven't even seen anybody ever get kicked from the podcast for being talks or anybody <laughs> from or getting that'd be quite kicked. The- <laughs> god if that oh, happened ready respawn to be been, here? <laughs> oh god if that happened then respawn would have been kicked a long time ago <laughs> lovely but yeah like kicked from well i mean there has been a few things but usually it's like not a big hubbub anyways i mean i've occasionally seen a new person come in and just it's pretty rare though and just cause some havoc and i think we've had one or two in the guardian hub i, I think i've seen a couple weird things happen in other discords also but you're right there's not going to be like everyone who's here we we pretty much know we're going to have to stand up for each other be cool with each other and then if there is someone that's new we're not going to let them be a jerk forever someone will take care of it right away we we keep it contained yes we do we barely let sin stay Uh, either that or you're just going to be like Gator and straight up put a target on your back for no reason. Target on your back. I love it. Call him Target Gator. 
Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Guardian Hub, where we target GDC. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, just Gator. <laughs> just Gator. Yeah, and occasionally we had Hazel on. We had Hazel on uh, two weeks ago, and we do not target Hazel. So we don't. Well, not at least okay. until we have Gator on again, and then we can target Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> Then, then we can have Gator on the show and talk shit about Hazel. There you go. <laughs> Fair <laughs> and enough. And vice versa, and everything. You know, you know, it works. That's oh how yeah. It works, so, um, any other games you've been playing besides Destiny? Because I know Sin and I will want to talk a little bit, and then we'll move on to just what we've actually been doing, uh, some things in the news and stuff. But any other games you play? Lately, I've only been playing one other game against my will. Uh. My wife has a Switch, so the only game that she and I really enjoy playing together is Fortnite. Uh, I, I only play it whenever she's online. Like I, I don't play it any other time. So she makes fun of me because her level is higher because she'll play it without me. I'll be like, because the only time I play is with you. No other time. Any other free time I have, I, I'm dumping into Destiny. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> it's funny when you said against your will too. So I, I hear what it is, I guess, because it's a wife situation. But uh... well, the only reason why I don't like the game is just because you're doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yes, the map is is vast, and you're never going to run the same route twice. But you're still doing the same activity over and over again. That that's the only thing I don't like about it. Yeah, and I don't like building shit, so that's why I also don't like Fortnite. I I don't build in there. Yeah, I guess you don't have to. Well, actually, we still play build mode because because there's a not or there's a no build mode and a regular mode. We still play that, and well, I don't think I'd like the game anyways. I guess, (laughs) but I was just saying that. (laughs) I I don't recommend it, but that's just me. Some people. I mean, some people really, really enjoy it, and I can see that. But for me, I like the grind. I I like to see the bar go up, and and I like to see new stuff drop in my inventory. Like, I I have all, all the major Destiny apps on my phone, and I like to regulate all that. I can't do anything like that on Fortnite. You just jump in, you hope for the best. Yep. Right. Playing any Diablo or not jumped into that rabbit hole yet? Oh, God. I do not want to jump into that rabbit hole because if I do, I'm going to get lost and never come out. Well, it's a yeah, good we'll sin. I'll let you take the lead with this. I mean, we kind of talked about it a little bit a few weeks ago. It was just kind of coming out. and then, But now I think we've been in it enough weeks where we can kind of... This Diablo, there's a lot of stuff. What, what do you think, oh son? Huge map. Open world Diablo experience. It's good. I uh, finally finished the campaign uh, through the help of some folks in the community. Uh, one of my IRL friends, uh, Bro Mastra, actually helped power me through some of the capstone activities as well there once I finished the campaign. But I am not at uh, level 50 to open up uh, World Tier 3 yet. But there is still a lot to do in there. Like Once the campaign's done, it's like more stuff opened up. It's so... It's, it's a lot to do. 
yeah so for a game that just launched it's there's a lot to do oh yeah i mean this game has been 10 years in the making since well maybe they haven't been making it for that long but it's been 10 years since diablo 3 came out and it is huge tons of stuff hundreds of hours if you're going to do everything five different classes you can pick from 130 dungeons a huge overworld map campaign that's way longer than destiny campaigns um uh, beautiful music scoring um story is really good afterwards there's all this end game you can do paragon leveling it opens up this whole bounty system they do bounties way better in diablo than destiny uh, gator and others <laughs> <laughs> they're actually interesting and they give you really good loot like think about if bounties and destiny uh, tied into like well, first of all, okay, 130 dungeons. Think of those as like lost sectors. I mean, how many lost sectors do we get per planet in Destiny? Maybe five if we're lucky, right? But there's all these bounties that play with like finishing a dungeon or getting this group of enemies, and they just seem to more seamlessly work. They're, they're lit up on the map too. So they're not like, yeah, certain type of kill. No, it's just doing the stuff. And then you get these drops where you're almost always guaranteed to get tons of stuff and a legendary, which is basically like an exotic equivalent for Destiny. And like, yeah, bounties aren't dropping exotics generally for us. <laughs> but then again, there's tons of building you can do and you can actually put on all legendaries too. Can you imagine if we could do all exotics in Destiny? Destiny, that would be intense. God. But it's not even overpowered because the way this scales too, and there's so many different modes, there's Tier one, tier two, tier three, uh, tier four also, I think, right? The super crazy one. I don't think anyone's doing tier four. Um, yeah, this game is just quite the thing, and there's a lot of people playing it. Um, it's kind of advantageous when it came out. Um, you know, this season's been great, and we're going to talk about it some more here in a second, but there's not a lot to do in the story right now, and so it's given us something to do kind of in this summertime before... The next big season comes out in Destiny again in another raid. And um, a lot of people in the discords are playing it. If you are interested, we do have a Guardian Hub Diablo clan you can join. We have a Diablo um, uh, forum channel under other games. And uh, yeah, we're probably not going to be talking about it tons because we don't want to like bore people that aren't into the game. But we'll talk about it occasionally on the podcast. And uh, But you'll see a lot of us grouping up playing that when we're not doing destiny and i highly recommend it i think one of the biggest things they said about this is even if you just buy the base game and never do like the season pass down the road or this or that the value you get out of this especially for today uh 70 dollars hundreds of hours you get so much value out of this game even if you just do the campaign and some after world stuff and then that's it well worth the cost did I talk you into it, Hawksley? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I'm in the process of talking one of my coworkers into getting back into it. Like he he dipped out a while back. Like I, I wouldn't say forsaken, and, and he was thinking about getting back into it. And I was talking to him today about how involved I was and and the whole community and all that. And I'm like, hey, how about you hop on? play with me for a couple of games. I, I might bring some people on uh, if we need to take care of some stuff, but for right now we can just have it just you and me. I'll, I'll take you through some leveling stuff. We'll, I'll, I'll run you through the ropes and 
try to get you some of the stuff that you need to really thrive in this game. Yeah. Yep. Because that that's another thing. Whenever I invite somebody in here, I always make a point to play with them. I, I never just invite them and just say, hey, have fun. Let me know what you think. That that right there, it's very bipolar because either they're going to love it or they're going to hate it. However, if you take the time and walk them through and let, let them know what you know about the game, kind of give them a little bit of the lore background because, let's be honest, the new lights, it's kind of lacking. As a kind of, I mean, a lot of things. Yeah. But yeah, but, like help people out there because there's great things that are in the game if you can get to the level of doing dungeons or doing raids or understanding that you should be focusing on the seasonal story versus getting sidetracked on other weird stuff. Yeah, good point. Yeah. You really should kind of guide people. And again, the communities are great for that too. New players are asking questions all the time. Um, you know, we can let people know what is up, including in the podcast. And uh, what do you think about the activities? I, I do want to say again, deep dive with its fully vetted um, three three levels they just built on each week, and you can get up to tier seven. I think that was a super win with uh, how you can pick different buffs, and the better you do, the harder it gets. Uh, have you done any of those higher tier deep dives? I, I have not done any of the higher tier deep dives yet, but I do love the direction that this is going, and, and the deep dives... I love them. They, this is probably the most enjoyable uh, seasonal activity that I've seen in a while. It works I mean, well. Not, yeah, I agree. I, I mean, not saying that, well, there were a couple of them I, I wasn't really a huge fan of, but this right here, I, I can definitely get behind this. And, and I'm this right here is definitely worth grinding out. And actually playing over and over again because you get some pretty cool stuff from it. Yeah, and anyone listening to this that is not aware, uh, when you match make with blueberries, and more and more people become aware of this, but usually people are going to want to try for the harder tiers. So what that means is there are three basically arenas now, and you know have the little water traversal, methane traversal in between, and then a final boss arena. But in each area, when you first get in there, you need to look for a little Tolan light. And it can be a few areas around the map. Usually someone will run over to it and start shooting up in the air, kind of signifying everyone to come over there because all three people have to activate Tolan for it to count. Not just one, not just two. Then there's some extra little taken things you got to deal with. And you do the normal stuff. And then there's some like mini bosses that come afterwards, some extra little mini bosses. And then by doing that, you can rank it up to tier three, then tier five in the next arena. You do the same thing, look for a Tolan again and get all that done. And then in the third arena, you can rank it up even to tier seven and do that even once again. And then when you get to the final boss arena, the boss is harder, but you also get extra heavy rounds and uh, way more rewards too. You get Your rewards are based on what tier you can get it up to. So I think it's well worth it. But blueberries, 
a couple downside things. So even though I say this is an amazing thing, I get why Bungie doesn't want it to backfill if people leave because if it backfilled, then you could be these lucky people that come in and at the very end and get tier seven rewards without putting in the work. But here's what's happening. I'm seeing, we're all kind of seeing a little bit of this. First of all, one thing that can happen is blueberries will get mad if people don't interact with Tolan. So if someone doesn't interact, some blueberries, this doesn't happen too often, but some will just leave right away. They're like, I don't want to be with this group. That kind of sucks. And then another thing that can happen is even if we do interact with Tolan and make the encounter harder, and if we're not doing so well and we wipe a couple times or whatever, I've been in experience then where blueberries will leave. And that is so freaking frustrating because since it doesn't backfill, I ended up being the last person sticking around. Final boss arena. We'd gone through all these other arenas a lot of time because it's kind of a longer activity when you go through all three levels. I could not get it done because it was at the harder level then. It didn't backfill. It was just me trying to chip away at this. And so frustrating because then you can never get the final chest and have it check off. So I don't know yeah. what they can do to get around that. I think maybe if, I don't know. I mean, maybe they could find people. No, they couldn't find people on the same tier. They got to figure out a way to just to let it still match making backfill in because it's too frustrating to not let it backfill when you're going that far and if it's match made. Yeah, I had somebody leave uh, just the one that I was just doing, and it doesn't definitely doesn't backfill. And uh, of course, it was just because we didn't trigger the uh, the Toland orb quick enough. I know, and I don't want Bungie to see like, oh, see, this is why we can't do things like this because people are leaving. It's a bad experience. Like, no, no, no. I, we got to figure something out because this is such a good thing. Like, I love how. The better you do, the harder it gets, the better rewards you get, um, the buffs that come in. So if they can just figure a way to make this work, please, Bungie, have more activities like this going forward. I really like it. Yeah, for sure. I think it's a great seasonal activity overall, though. And then Salvage, uh, even though that's been pretty boring, most people agree, the six-player one and easy, uh, Legend Salvage came out this week, and... As typical, this is silly too on the other side of the equation. That could totally be match made because it's so easy to do. People are just LFGing at six up groups and passing it fairly easily. I'll tell you about my experience here in a second, but why the hell is that not match made? Uh, Mr. Monkey and I have strong opinions on this point. We will always say legend activities should be match made. I'm not saying GMs or raids or whatever, but come on, Bungie. Let us match make those things. But anyways, salvage is actually kind of fun now on legend mode. A lot harder, a lot more meaningful, more ads. And uh, in the last arena, we were getting to the point where pretty often three or four people would die at a time, so I got a little sweaty. But uh, we got it done, and it was actually kind of fun. Nice. I haven't tried out the legend one. Yeah. I haven't done the legend. Yeah. I haven't done the legend yet either. Heck, I still haven't even done a uh, Legend Bears of Eternity yet. Oh, those are so fun. And you know why? Because you know what the rotation is. So two of the arenas, you can get unlimited heavy ammo. 
Well, the second arena you get it because you, anyways, because you go through the top part, and then the third arena you always know what the boss is each each week, so you pick the correct one, and then you'll get unlimited heavy for that arena too. That aspect of it is really nice. Yeah, legend. Oh my gosh, I we should do that after the podcast. But no, I, I'm down. <laughs> I love legendaries. Legendaries is a lot of fun, and especially if you get legendaries with the um, oh, what's the extra mode at the end? You know the uh, the party. challenge. No, <sighs> what's it? Lightning. Yeah, lightning round. Yeah, lately. So fun. So fun. See, really running multiple legendaires and getting all of the, or going through all the bosses and everything, that's the only thing I'm missing from getting my uh, 30th anniversary title. Oh, I mean, that's easy to LFG. Also, there's always groups looking to do it, and it's pretty much guaranteed unless you you get matched up with all plebs in the LFG app, but that's rare. It's rare because it's not that hard. Legendaries is easier than legend, you know, salvage and stuff like that. Or current any, stuff. Or legend anything else. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I highly recommend it. And yeah, again, if we're on some time, let's group up and then whoever we need to backfill for LFG for the rest of it. Cool. Oh, yeah. We, we can come up with enough people. Mm hmm. What about the dungeon? Have you checked that out, Toxler? Yes. Uh, I actually got through the dungeon this weekend, or this past weekend. Uh, I tried doing it the weekend before last with, uh, with Respawn and somebody else, but we got to the next to last boss, and because I had so much going on, uh, the rest of the team dipped out, and we were like, hey, look, let's get back to this later. Well, later never came, and then reset time came, and I'm like, uh. So then I, I finally tried it again uh, with another group, and we made it through. And, okay, not going to lie, that that first time where you got to go up and down, up and down, up and down, trying to get to the next encounter, I got lost through that first time. It, <laughs> it, it, it was kind of sad I, i'm sitting there running around popping bubbles where do i go i don't know where to go <laughs> yep <laughs> fun frustrating but not super frustrating and yeah kind of figuring it out but yeah respawn was raging too because he's like i can't shoot to show you where to go <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> that that is one aspect of that that would be uh neat for them to add it's like actual shooting underwater. Oh yeah, just have it look be like little a bubble trail or anything, you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but they actually have like enemies or imagine if they added like a new race of people like the fish people or something. Now we're getting too weird, but no. <laughs> no that How is cool that? Too. Okay. Avatar meets destiny. A... No. <laughs> we're talking about a game with space magic here like what's weird you know nothing's weird anymore and you know we have fishing in destiny whoever thought we would have that and it works pretty darn well oh you should have seen my best friend's face whenever i told about it like he he kind of lost interest in destiny uh about six months ago and i've been trying to get him back in but he dove down into the wow rabbit hole and hasn't come back out. Mm. 
Yeah. yeah I've heard about that game. That's for sure. <laughs> he, he, he's been begging me to hop into it. And I'm like, nope, nope. I know that once I get into it, I'm not coming out. And right now I'm stuck in destiny. So until destiny dies out, I'm going to stick with this. Eh, do Diablo I, first, if anything. Right. <laughs> okay. But uh, I hope that destiny never dies out. Yeah, but, but it's while. always normal to, I mean, I guess if you don't play it as often, but it's totally normal for any even just moderate amount of player to, you know, we have two more weeks of the story and um, each story week hasn't been that big anyways. And then not everyone's going to be interested in the seasonal events. I think Solstice is coming up. So it's perfectly normal for this to kind of be a lighter season too. summertime, you know, maybe they know people aren't on as much and, uh, you know, this is a good time also to play other games if people like. Um, but boy, come end of August, September, oh. we are going to be raiding it up, boys yeah. and girls. Yeah, whatever the raid is, uh, unless it's Scourge, and I'm out, canceling the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, go like, Hey, uh, we're going to go dark for a while. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't come back until they bring Wrath of the Machine. Let's let's. Uh, protest sin <laughs> oh we could uh start a online petition we'll see how far that gets us yeah. since the raids probably already made at this point or reprised i should say oh, it, it definitely is uh because they mentioned about um in the twab by the way about they've even finished work on the next season and the season after that they're getting close to finishing and they're doing pre-work on uh final shape so, come on, let something leak out what the raid's going to be. <laughs> what does please. that hurt? Especially when it's a reprise raid, what does it hurt, you know? Or, you know, let's... Can we just sign up through Bungie? Like, if you want to get spoiled, you know, double Faravai on the website and they'll send an email to you, but... And then I guess people would be rude and they try to tell everyone else, but... I don't know. It's people already try to do that. Spoilers anyway. are only considered spoilers until the company says they're not a spoiler anymore, and they officially announce it. So they could officially announce this a month ahead of time and say, "We just want you to know now," and then no one can really complain because it's like, okay, they wanted us to know now anyways. So just let us know now. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Single on scene. There is uh, the uh, there are the leakers out there that. Still leak all that stuff from the API, but who knows how much truth that holds? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, there is only one leak right now that I will not complain about whatsoever, and that is what the heck is going to happen with Cade Six leak? Or are you talking about the official thing they came out with? Or did well, you? I don't I, know about any extra I, information okay. that's a leak. But. That, that's what I'm talking about. I, I'm like that. That's the only leak that I won't complain about. It's like, what's going to happen with him now? Like, oh, I got gotcha. you. Trust I me. Gotcha. Yeah. Trust me. I saw the leak. I I may or may not have cheered up a little bit, but I I saw the leak. I promised. Or, Wait, well, or, or okay, or that's well, not a leak. So, my bad. So, yeah. Sorry. That's why I had to be clear because yeah. I, I wasn't sure if I was missing something. <laughs> Because I didn't know of any leaks, but um, again, this is Bungie, and I know some people are upset, just like when they told us ahead of time when he originally died, they told us way ahead of time, but Bungie wants us to know for whatever reason, 
this much ahead of time about Cade Six being back in some aspect. You know, I'm a little skeptical on what that aspect is, but nonetheless, we're going to have voice lines. Nathan Fillion's back. He's going to play a somewhat big part. So that's all that really matters. Um, and uh, yeah, so you you kind of got you kind of got excited when you found that out that he's coming back. Let's just say every time I get on the subject, I, I start internally brainstorming about how he's going to stay back. Oh well, because he doesn't have a ghost anymore. I mean, I could tell you some theories I have that could make you sad, I, but also happy at the same time because then it's just semantics. <laughs> right. I don't, there's no other leaks, but I mean, yeah, it, it probably doesn't even matter. The, the final shapes one more year, however he is, whether he's officially back or if it's just we see him in this other dimension, we're going to have him around. So that's all that probably matters. I like how you call it other I, dimension. Yeah, you know what? I I would really really enjoy to see a cut scene where he where he's able to come back to the tower and mm. sees his own memorial. Like, what the crap, people? <laughs> that would be awesome. That that right there would have to. Hmm, I would love that. And then a standoff with Crow in the middle of the tower. <laughs> Uh, like we'd go in by and <laughs> hey have you guys seen the uh any of the tiktok voiceovers where uh where this one guy will do uh voiceovers for like destiny characters and stuff like that i have not uh maybe not i don't think so okay i, I was watching this one video a while back and uh this was right after we got the Kate announcement and, and they were doing like a big voiceover of uh, a lot of the main people and he, and the Kate voiceover talked to the crow vo- voiceover be like, Hey, uh, you know, that revenge is a pain, right? I, I gotta yeah. watch. I'll have to find the video. I know I have it saved somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah, be somewhere deep to, uh, to see it. Okay. I have a question. I have an opinion, but okay. there's no more officially worded twabs anymore. Do you guys like twid or I prefer <laughs> saying it out loud this week in Destiny? What are your two opinions? Uh I have been so used to uh, to saying twab. I, I I don't I don't know how I feel about twib. I, I'll, I'll probably just say this week in destiny. But Sin, uh, are you a Twitter? Twid? I, have, I don't know if I can uh, handle the twid, the shortening <laughs> version of it. I uh, twid, think I'm going to call twid, it all out this week. Twid, uh, twid, twid. Messy, or I'll probably still call it twab. Yeah. Because that's what it is. Well, not really. Once when Marathon comes out, or else they'd have to put Marathon news in there too. <laughs> they do want to keep them separate. Right. No, I get that. Yeah. Um, yeah. This so week in Destiny. Would be twim. 
this week in marathon? <sighs> Just don't make twat. But anyways. <laughs> uh, anything we care about in here? There's some weapon stuff that would take a lot of time to go over. Uh, maybe this isn't the week to do it. Maybe we have Des back next week, which um, shout out to Des. Uh, wasn't able to make it, um, but uh, we expect him back soon. But we can, go, if there's anything, I'm not saying we shouldn't talk about anything, but if I don't know if Lynn or you, Hawks Slayer, looked over this, we can TLDR anything that we want. I did not take no. it again. I, I haven't had that. Yeah, no, not yet. Well, I do recommend people read it because they, the way they talk about, they talk about a lot of changes coming, but also they really kind of go in the meta discussion about, how their feelings are, what they're going to be doing, and why. Dude's just doing a really good job of just kind of keeping us up to date. Um, you know, because I want to have another discussion here, which is kind of interesting because they were kind of keeping us up to date with that, but not as much lately. But then with this, really good information and, you know, questions like people saying, can you explain the recent snoppy changes or... Will we ever see any of the pre-Lightfall armor mods come back? And they answer questions like that. And that's pretty cool because you could see some of these questions. They're like, we don't want to get into this. We know people want certain things, but we don't want to do it. So let's just not even talk about it. But uh, they do a good job of answering the hard questions. So always appreciate that. And um, tons of artwork in the This Week in Destiny with... Uh, People that you know are doing the um, uh, fashion, you know, fashion contest things. Tons of pictures here. I'm just scrolling, 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 and more scrolling. And uh, known issues and videos of the week, and not too not anything too crazy. But I have a question, gentlemen. Are the Bungie servers ever going to get better? Huh. They're still having issues. Uh, Not every day or all the time, but it's definitely more than should be normal. See, I want to say yes, but that's just me being hopeful. But at the same time, they probably have a... Uh, like a tolerated number of of complaints and uh, downtime and all that. They, they probably have a particular tolerance that's higher than most. Granted, that tolerance is higher than what we would like. Like, we would want no downtime whatsoever. That would be our ideal, perfect gaming experience. But... Honestly, but it I wasn't feel like always like this. Two years ago... Other than maybe the occasional day one release, the bungee, the servers haven't had as many problems as they had these last six months. Yeah, pretty good. Sin, you're busy, but have you noticed? Like it was down some on Thursday, and then down some on Tuesday. So I don't even know Thursday, if you've been kind of keeping track. Uh, but. Okay, um, there's this application I have on my on my phone called Down Detector. It, it it's basically an app that tracks any or majority of the server networks 
around the world and destiny two slash Bungie is on there. So I, I was looking at TikTok one day because I TikTok was having issues. And then I looked down there and I'm like, good golly, Bungie's down. Bungie's been down for a while. Dad go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's typically during the day, luckily, U.S. time, so people that play uh, at night don't notice this. But there's been some evening ones, too. There actually have. But I the say last it was, couple ones were day, mostly day ones. I want to say it was the was was it this last Tuesday or the Tuesday before last. No, this last Tuesday, it was only down until about 3 Eastern. I know that for sure. But maybe the one okay. before that, it was more. Oh, uh, by the way, I found that video I was talking about a while ago with the voiceover. Okay. Oh, nice. Link cool. it. You put it in the chat. Yep. Yep. Uh, my ADD hyperfixation ADHD mind is messed up like that, but once I find something, I find it. No, that's respectable, sir. Thanks for posting that. I don't know. I just, I, okay, I want to give some more information. And I know a lot about technology also. And I do want to always clear things up because anyone who knows me, I like to be fair about information. Um, there are two parts to this game for people that don't understand how the technology works. There's the servers, which is the backend infrastructure. Servers have to be running for us to play the game. But then there's the game itself, and we get patches that way. And they can kind of be related together, but technically they are different. So if let's say you have something in the game that's broken, like a menu's broken or something, and we haven't had much of that, I would say the game itself is in a pretty good state. Yes, we have the issues of like, okay, there's a broken exotic, someone found a glitch or something. That can Sometimes that can't really be figured out ahead of time, even with playtesting, but the actual game itself has been pretty reliable in my opinion but the servers have to be working too for the game to work so even though that's a separate thing people sometimes group it all together well another take a look at or sorry for interrupting oh, but no take, this is perfect uh, take a look at it this way uh, the servers would have to be the bone structure of the human body like you have to have that for everything to work and then the game itself would be the blood vessels the skin the organs everything else that we enjoy about the game. Nobody really pays attention to the server until something breaks. Yes. And, um, and I just wanted to mention that because to be fair, the game has been pretty reliable. In fact, another thing that's kind of a pet peeve of mine, another thing I want to give them credit for first before I talk more about the server stuff is that remember how like the last time this really happened was Forsaken and Beyond Light, but all the releases after that have been pretty reliable on day one when big DLC drops. Yes, there will be a little bit of a queue, but it's not like those days that people always remembered and they think always happens, even though it hasn't happened for at least two years now. The last several DLCs have been rock solid. They really have. It's the funny thing is all these server downtimes are always like after the DLC drops on random Thursdays and now random Tuesdays that we're we're just getting small updates. I'm like, why the hell is it always going down with small updates? <laughs> now, does anyone remember? They did actually in the TWAB mm, two or three weeks ago, 
or a month kind of explain a little bit what was going on? I think we talked about it some sin on the podcast. Uh, were you talking about a marathon? No, um, they were telling oh. us about how they stage updates and the reason why they're having some downtimes. So this is kind of related to what's happening. I just rem I'll mention it again because probably it's okay if you don't remember. And this is again why I think people don't understand. Um, I was really happy because Bungie was doing one of their things that they'll often do is be really transparent with us. They told us in it was the TWAB back then a few weeks ago, not the TWID. <laughs> And they told us that, hey, we've been, ha we've been, yes, you've been seeing a fair amount of downtime. What's happening is we usually stage the updates on like the Thursday before the Tuesday they go live. And the code of the game is different than some code we have on the server because of some changes we've made recently. And we didn't know that they would interact in this bad of a way. So that's why we've been having downtime, even though the game hadn't gone live for the new update yet. We had to have them ready on the server to push out ahead of time. So they told us what they're going to change is they're going to move them to Tuesday when the actual game you know, resets and has the updates. And they said, by us doing that, what we're going to do is actually have an hour and a half downtime before reset. We'll stage the update then. The server and the game will be happy because then they'll be on the same code. We'll just have everything down for an hour and a half. It'll go great. Well, these last two weeks, it hasn't. <laughs> so I'm wondering, did their plan not go well? Is there coincidentally something else that's happening? What the hell, Bungie? I mean, I'm even starting to get a little worried, and I'm not a naysayer by any means, but I was... Still sticking up for like they're telling us what happened. This is going to get better, but I'm starting to get a little worried. Mm. I do remember them saying that about staging the uh, updates. Yeah, and it hasn't fixed it. In fact, it's still it's almost worse. So, one other piece of information. I know I'm just word blabbering a lot here. Um, I was going to do some research on the Tuesday thing, and thanks to Mr. Monkey, he actually helped me do this research. Um, people are thinking the reason why Tuesday was the issue. Could have been a slightly separate issue. People were noticing that um, PlayStation and Xbox got the update, but Steam was not getting the update. So maybe Bungie, to be fair, did not want to turn on the servers until Steam got the update. I can see that, right? They don't want like, oh, it's kind of unfair if some people complain, other people cannot. So maybe they were just waiting. There wasn't like a technical problem that was their fault. Maybe... It was Steam's fault. Um, something didn't go through, or maybe it was Bungie's fault. They gave some wrong code to Steam, and then Steam's like, ah, can't work. You got to send us a new thing. So I would love for them to tell us again, maybe what happened, so we're not concerned. And I really hope they can get past this almost every week of a uh, few to several hour downtime. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that? I mean, we don't have to, but I don't know. You concerned, Sen? You know, probably don't care. You've been busy. <laughs> it's a lot of technology stuff, right? I mean, I, it doesn't concern me because when they when it happens during reset, I'm not around. I'm working anyway. So I think that's probably is for the majority. You know, I'm going to be in that little box that East Coast is the best time, and you know, everybody plays the same schedule that I do, right? Uh, you know, it doesn't affect me much because when I play. Yeah, so, but sin. If they're having this many problems, and if they don't get them fixed, it can it can start to get worse and worse. So it could affect you. 
<laughs> right. I mean, yeah. they should still get it fixed either way because there are people that play during that time, right? So or or again, it can get worse if they don't fix it. So it, then it'll start affecting you. So yeah, they should fi- try to fix it either way. True. Yeah. There was there was a time where I did run into where the servers were down one night. Hmm. One, night. one time. Uh, are you concerned, Hawk Slayer? You you still have hope? Um, I mean, I have hope. I generally do, but uh, do you have any kind of thoughts on? Do you think it'll get better soon? Or I know some naysayers would be like, "Well, it's because they're taking everyone off of Bungie, and moving them over to Marathon." I don't know if that's true, but it's possible. See, what I feel like what happened here is that there's one person in management that, or maybe one person or a group of people that was kicking tail, staying on top of this. And either they left the company Bungie or they got transferred to another department and somebody else had to take over. And instead of identifying the issues that they would normally identify, they're identifying other things that they are perceiving as the issues, but the issues that they're perceiving are actually causing a domino effect, thus making the server issues worse rather than actually fixing them. That like, does that make sense? Brilliant observation, yes. And that's how things definitely work in IT with programming. Definitely that can happen. Uh, trust me, I, I, uh, I wanted to work in IT and I, I was actually trying to self-teach myself cybersecurity, penetration testing, and and just basic ethical hacking skills there for a while. But I I, I slacked off on that, and actually I stopped doing it there. I stopped doing that for just about a year now, just because I have been full force in construction right now, and Actually, here in about a year's time, I'm planning on getting my crane operating license and joining the union back home so I don't have to travel as much. Yeah. I mean, man, IT and security is so fun, but I, I get it. You got to go with what, what works. Uh, I've been doing so much more security stuff myself just because everyone needs it. <laughs> right. Yeah. See, I, I was actually looking at... Uh, trying to study up and tackle like the CEH on my own, but then come to find out I can't even take the test without having like accredited experience and all kinds of other credentials that I would need to have that I cannot do by myself. Yeah. I mean, there's so many ways to, to go about it. You can, I don't have those accreditations specifically, but I still have hundreds of customers that trust my security knowledge and they don't care that I don't have that. And some aspects I might be up to date on certain things that even the security experts don't know about, but I'm sure many other aspects they'll be a better person to talk to. So, you know, all I'm saying is if you really want to do something, yes, certifications can be important, but they're not always the end all either. Um, I mean, in all reality, certifications, credentials, degrees, all that stuff is really just to get you in the door. Well, yeah, it can be. What, yeah. uh, I mean, more times than not, once you get out in the real world and actually start doing your job, more times than not, everything that you study for, like 10 to 15%, maybe 20% of what you went through, you can actually use. Like, uh, let me just take a little tangent and let me do the crane operating license, for example. 
the whole course and all that. Granted, it, it teaches you how to read the load charts. It, it doesn't teach you anything on extreme measures on uh, handling personnel, how to handle yourself whenever your crane locks up, how to set up your crane, uh, what to do whenever your computer completely dies out in the middle of a load or in the middle of a lift. And it, it doesn't teach you any of that. It, it just teaches you the very absolute basics. You've got to be on the job for at least anywhere between two to five years to get a full grasp of that job to e even consider yourself a novice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm, and, and I'm sure the, the same thing can be expressed for IT yeah. and cybersecurity because yep. you can learn all these skills, get all these certifications, but uh, once you get out into the real world, you're probably going to spend most of your time on Google and GitHub <laughs> trying to get all the information that you need. Am I right? Yeah. And only doing the most basic jobs until you really learn more stuff. Yeah. yeah. But that's how it should be. You, yeah. Uh, so uh, I did some martial arts whenever I was younger. And my sensei, the one thing that he always taught me, you got to learn how to do it slow before you can do it fast. And that right there applies to basically everything. You, you got to learn how to do the simple stuff, learn how to do it slower. And then after that gets brought into your uh, muscle memory or your systematic memory, then you can start doing things at a more efficient pace. Yeah, I gotcha. Golly, I am way too sober for this conversation right now. <laughs> Hey, this is a fun conversation. I mean, you never know where our conversations will go. I mean, we we kind of went all over the place, but I love I love that we're talking about this and and um it, what you said was just so such spot on. Um you know, another thing if if Steam was the issue, like Bungie did all their code correct, you know, they could they should probably tell us for sure and in a nice way, not throwing Steam under the bus, but they could be like you know, we had an unintended consequence with Steam was not able to release the code on time. We're working with them to make that better next time. But that's like a nice way of saying it wasn't their fault. Um, or even if it was their fault, you know, maybe within another twab or two, especially, or twid, if we if we keep having more downtime, I feel like Bungie should uh, let us know a little bit more what they're going to do to keep this reliable. Because I'm not like these other people thinking that as many people have switched over to Marathon as some people may like to think or believe. But if Bungie isn't going to keep communication with us, then more and more people are going to worry and have that mindset and be like, oh, the game's like going to go to crap. And it could. I, I doubt it will. But uh, hopefully we'll know more you know, in the next couple months. Well, well that and another thing... Uh going back to my theory on how the the people who were in charge like the uh, like the leads and stuff that were running it the, the people that took their place and took over after they got moved to another project uh, I feel like that they're just needing some time to figure everything out because the previous leads there can't be there to hold their hands and, and 
show them exactly what they were doing. Like they got to figure out their process. They got to figure out their system and, and they got to basically almost build everything from the ground up and they are going to make a lot of mistakes, but that's just how we learn. We, we don't learn by our success. We learn by our mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And I, I give them some, um, leeway for that but also they do need to do a little bit better they should generally it's kind of a bad look too where if a lot of people moved over you kind of need to do it in a rolling way where there's enough processes and documentation in place so that new people coming in hopefully won't make the mistake because there's enough people checking it along the way maybe it's just a temporary issue where there's a lot of bad luck multiple people didn't check it or maybe they're cheaping out and they did move too many people at once uh anything could have happened I mean, but um i don't want could. people to think that Bungie's going downhill and and i do hope that they get a little more reliable on the server issues yeah i mean i hope it's not one of those situations where there was just a few key people that was really taking the lead and doing a lot of the heavy lifting and and not necessarily getting as much of the credit and recognition for it, but then they get moved to another department because they're doing so well. And then uh, the current people are not able to keep up with their pace. Yeah. And even what I would consider, I would give them more leeway for is let's say even people just left on their own accord like to another company or whatever, not even move to another department. And enough of those people left at the same time, they were part of that team. What can Bungie really do? You know, they're probably scrambling without, they don't oh. want to let us know that, <laughs> but uh, you know, oh, yeah. that happens to companies uh, all the time right now. Yeah, actually I watched five people drag up and quit today on my job. There you and, go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, within the next three weeks, I'm definitely going to be grabbing my box and dragging up and heading home for sure. Mm -hmm. Like this, I, I I don't want to spend too much time ranting, but oh, this is not a pleasant job. Mm. Like I, I'm making money. That's what's important. But let's just say that we're putting a cooling tower together for Google. And we don't have the right bolts to put it together. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and also we're on our third project manager in about a month and a half. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fluidity, and uh, it's crazy out there. Uh, luckily, in my setup, it's still great status quo, if anything, slightly better with doing my own business, and then with my wife, you gotta worry about her, yourself. her job's very stable. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, uh, my wife's last day at work is going to be Monday. Ooh. Well, uh, good thing or a bad thing? Or... It, it's a good thing, stress wise. Granted, uh, she's been she's been working at Academy part time because for me, I, I travel. For her working, it, it's basically to keep her doing something to keep her on a, some sort of schedule. Because for me, I'll, I'll go out on the road and I'll work anywhere between 60, 80, even 100 hours a week. 
and I'll pull in anywhere between two to four grand a week, depending on the job. So we don't, so we can happily rely on just one income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause then also I can pocket my entire income cause or most of my income. Cause I get per diem, which is untaxable and I can just use that to live on. And then, put everything else back, pay bills with it, and just try to get ahead with that. Which, that's still hard nowadays, but y'all know how that is. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, also, for my next job, I'm going to be going down to Austin, Texas. Uh, I got a direct link to that job, and that in the construction work, or in the construction world, that is a very, very hot job. So, awesome. uh, and this job right here is supposed to last for two years. Okay. And that's a significantly long term for uh, traveling construction workers because typically our jobs go anywhere between, I don't know, one to six months on average. And, yeah. and then we're, and then we're moving on to another job. Like right now I'm working in my third state this year. When are you going to be through Utah sometime? Oh, <laughs> Utah, Utah, Utah. Yeah. I mean, if you ever do, I, I think we talked about this yeah. before, but, uh, well, anywhere, uh, anywhere within a few hour drive, I'll, I'll even meet you, but, uh, well, I'll, I'll just actually, drive myself. Actually, my best friend lives up in Boise, Idaho, and I've been planning to go up there to, to go see him at some point. And actually, there was a job I almost went to in Utah. I think you were. Yeah, I think that's why I think I remember we were having this conversation. Yes. I know there's a lot of stuff going over in the Vernal area. I don't know if that rings a bell. A lot of uh, oil stuff. But um, I, I, I cannot remember the the name of the city that it was in. But coming from the gossip of people that have been in that job, I'm kind of happy I didn't go because that. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> but Boise also, my wife and I love that area. So, and even though that's like uh, a six, five hour drive from Salt Lake, who knows? It might work out. Yeah. We uh, might want to go there. <laughs> I, I was actually in Salt Lake back in 2017, but unfortunately, I didn't know anybody about there i didn't know i wasn't a part of this podcast then. sure yeah or i wasn't well, we part of either. any <laughs> yeah <laughs> what did we start 20 yeah. wait did we start that no 2018 cent? i don't know four remember. years ago so 2019 yeah. maybe 2019 yeah yeah uh, early 2019 pl- yeah plus at that time uh I, I was on like a little short vacation i i was traveling around as a wildland firefighter I was working with a third-party contracting company that the uh, Forestry Service uh, contracted us out for for uh, for specific jobs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that, oh. well, I, that was fun. I mean, don't worry about it. But if you ever do <laughs> in the area, <laughs> oh, we trust me. I uh, I definitely want to come back up to that area because uh, what's the big major lake up there or whatever well there's the great salt lake in the middle of the state is that what yes. you mean yes i've been wanting to take my wife up there at some point 
Yeah, well, that's the lake's not that interesting, but there's other cool things around there. Oh, I mean, if you're yeah. interested into it, great. But uh, we have so many national parks around um, the mountains, uh, deserty areas, Red Rock areas. Um, yes, uh, we have really pretty uh, like mountain lakes. But yeah, we got the Great Salt Lake too, which is a uh, salt lake. Hence the name. It's a dead lake, right. like only rivers go into it. There's no outlet and lots of um, uh, brine shrimp and lots of just ugly water. But I know people do stuff around there still. Oh, yeah. Well, they're... I've just been wanting to go, go around there and explore. I mean, I know that there's a lot more out there than just the salt lake. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I definitely... I'll, I'll let you know whenever we come into yeah. the uh, Salt Lake City, and maybe we can link up, go on like a double date or something. I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Excellent. Um, what else as we start slowly wrapping up here? Um, I feel like uh, last time we, we probably asked you food things, and you talked about drink things this time. Uh we got our, we got some beer recommendations. Well, from at least when you were in Ohio, <laughs> we even got uh, some disc golf out of it. Yeah, some disc golf too. Um, but any other destiny or other things on your mind before we start slowly wrapping up here? Uh, no, I mean nothing I can really think of. I mean, we covered more than what was already on my mind. I mean. Excellent. Yeah. I I can dive deep to just about any any other subject that we haven't really that <laughs> that we've kind of skirted around, such as drinks, food, and disc golf. Uh oh, I will admit this. My wife was salty at me, to me this morning. So uh so so earlier this month, uh my wife and I came out with the announcement that uh that we're expecting our first kid. Congrats, by the way. Thank you. Uh, so her cravings lately have been like the loaded French fries or like the bacon bits, the cheese and everything on top. Well, we had a roach coach or a food truck come into work today, and that's what I got for my nine o'clock break. I, I sent her a picture of it. That and she just happened to wake up to that, and she was not happy because she instantly oh. wanted that. And she has like at least a twenty-minute drive into town. <laughs> I kind of feel that bad. It's funny, of, but say, like you said, yeah, <laughs> it, it it was funny but mean at the same time. Sure. Yeah. Mm, yeah, those things happen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, this is why our show stays shorter because we, because sin, sin has bedtime and, and I'm too pithy with my conversations, but we also, as you can see, allow guests back on the show if you want. Absolutely. So it's not just talk. It's not just talk. No, no, so. it's not just talk. And now it's Gator and Hazel's turn, but I got to get on the list for that. Oh boy. Well, you get on that list if you want and uh, <laughs> expect you to say good things about us there or knock on us if you want. We we don't care either way. <laughs> oh, come on. 
I ain't got nothing bad to say about y'all, which granted, I'm probably going to be on the Two Titans Under Hunter podcast next. Uh, nice. I have some, just in case if they're listening, I do have some very devious plans for them. Uh, Ooh. Any previews or probably not? Well, want to keep it secret. well okay. I'll, I'll talk in a little bit of code. So in their Discord, I'm known as uh, Hoxler, the contest overseer, just because uh, I, I hosted one of their big podcasts that they did. Like I, I gave out a, a custom dyed disc golf frisbee with uh, two types. Or with my own version of the two Titans on a hundred logo. And, uh, and I gave out like 35, 40 bucks as well for the prize. And I, I have something else planned, but it's not, it's not just a prize that, uh, that needs to be looked forward to. There might be some punishments involved as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Which I've already talked. I've already, or I asked you uh, for for some insight on something a while back. I, I don't know if you if you remember oh, it, but I forget the details. But I do remember you asked yes. me a question. Yeah, I forget what I answered. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, I I can DM you later and fill you okay. in on the info. But I I'm essentially trying to get all the hosts of the uh, uh, of the Owl Sector Alliance in on this and it, including the uh, the lore scribe but I haven't heard from him in a while but it, he has stuff going on I'm not going to bug him but oh God. well good luck with that I mean you know how hard it is for us to do these mega casts and there's even more people coming all the time but uh... yes but yeah, well, let's just say uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an episode worth listening to. I and I, I have a feeling that there's gonna be some screaming going on, and not just from respawn this time. Mm, from sin? No. Oh no! You might hear the night demon scream as well. Oh. Or, or parody if you're really lucky. Because I don't think I've ever heard an outburst from parody yet. Yeah, that would be interesting. But anyways, enough about yeah. that podcast. Back oh, to well, this podcast. Because we... Well, yeah, we're not trying to promote anybody else. Hint, hint. Well, I do, <laughs> I do want to... No, we promote people in the Owl Sector Alliance, though. Um, but... Uh, Sin, live update. What are you doing in the game of Destiny 2 right now? Throne world activities because I'm behind on the weekly uh, weekly challenges. Okay. That's and I fair. Just finished that. Yep. Because I can run around and do that and just click. While we're talking, it. yeah. Yeah. Makes it easy enough to keep track of. Yep. I did that in the EDZ and I did the uh, story mission earlier. Uh, catch up for the week. Excellent. So excellent. I'm actually all caught up. Whoa, and you're louder right now, too. Oh, yeah, because I sat up towards Mike. <laughs> I, always, uh, I always do that. I always well, end up lean, lean back and relaxing, and then I'm like just sitting back here talking, and then it's like, oh, yeah, I need to be up here to actually for people to hear well, me. Stay near that mic, Sin, because we're going to close up shop here. But um, Oh, you need it. Hawk Slayer. Um, I mean, you pretty much, we know where we can find you, but any 
specific gamer tags you want to give or discord things or how you like people to contact you specifically or just close out and tell people how awesome you are. Sorry. Well, I mean, can, on you. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, first of all, I got to highlight how awesome y'all are. And then, I mean, of course you can find me on the discord. You can find me on Xbox. Both of those go directly to my phone and, and my watch. So if anybody messages me, Hawk Slayer, uh, and it's a three instead of an E at the end. So H A W K S L A Y three R. So you, you can contact me there and I can try to yeah. help you out any chance I get. And if y'all want to add me on the, uh, uh, the Bungie, uh, I've already given you my gamer tag. My numbers are six, five, five, zero. You can hit me up, and if you see me on, feel free to ask me because I'm probably I'm probably just aimlessly wandering whenever I'm on, and I'm not I, I I'm not uh, I'm not lying about that either. I, I'm probably aimlessly wandering about nowhere. I, I'm like the real life version of the drifter. <laughs> I gotcha. We'll see. Sometimes I, aimlessly well, wanders too, so you're in good company. Well, except my magic tricks are better than the drifters. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah. Uh, no, I, I last year, no year before last, I had a hyper six hyper fixation on sleight of hand. Mm. Hey, I learned some pretty cool stuff. Oh, I'll, I'll have to post videos in the Discord or something at some point. Definitely do. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely do. Some of those magic stuff pops up also on my uh, TikTok and YouTube short feeds. Oh, it's going to even more now that we've talked about it. Oh, yeah. Bring it <laughs> listening. And Sin, can you get your lovely, a louder voice to let the people know about where to find you? You can find me currently pulling up Diablo 4 after doing all my Destiny stuff or over on the Discord at it's in media now, actually, now that the uh, name changes are now live in uh, Discord and you don't have those four little numbers at the end. Twitter at Sid underscore media as well. You know, yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. But does that really matter? You're still white sauce right now. White sauce. <laughs> for your and, alias uh, name. I actually uh, believe uh, you are due for a name change, sir. So, Is uh, there one that I'm not aware of? Did yes. someone put one in? Hold on. Well, we'll talk about that after the Wait. show. Talk about yourselves and uh, no, no, I found it. So we'll do, we'll we'll end it like this: Kingsley Mac Chocolate Snob. Yeah, <laughs> Is this your idea, or did actually did actually Rodimus say he wanted that as a name change? He said he wanted it as a name change. Oh, I must have missed that. that. Okay, I love that. It sounds too. like Rodimus, though. Yep. Uh, I will. I will do that as soon as I close out the show, so you can find me while I'm not on the podcast talking about chocolate snobbiness. You can find me in the Discord as Kingsley Mac generally. Other places in the game is Kingsley Mac on Twitch occasionally when I stream, rating, whatnot. More importantly though, just find our show, um, The Guardian Hub on Twitter or through our lovely website, theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. Thank you, Sin. Thank you so much, Hawkslayer. We really appreciate it. 
Yeah. Magical yeah, it, as always. Of course. And if you guys ever need me on for like an emergency guest host or something, hit me up and uh, let me know and I'll see what I can do. Right. We will. Yeah, we will. Thanks. Thanks. And uh, again, everyone listening in, we really appreciate you and we will catch you all again next week. Have a good one. Bye. See ya. Yay, excellent. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. My so what what's the name change? Uh Mac Chocolate Snob. Mac Chocolate Snob, just like that. Spaces like so. normal. If I look up in here and see. Oh dude. So if you get yeah, your I mount in Diablo on one character, it's unlocked for the other characters. Yeah. Oh. You know why? Because you don't have to do the story again, too, on your other characters. You do have to level up your character, but you don't have to do this campaign. Yes. Isn't didn't Destiny do that, too? I mean, do let people uh. do the campaign again if they want. And you still have to level up, but don't be required to do the campaign on separate characters. No, you, I'm pretty sure you have to do this, the uh, campaign all over again because I had to do that on my uh, on my second character as well. Well, that's what I'm saying. Destiny should take after what Diablo is doing here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because he... <clears throat> yeah. I wish you they should... were. Yeah, you, you should definitely have to do that. But oh well, oh Bungie well. decides to be Bungie. Bungie <laughs> doing Bungie things. Let's see, my profile for server for Guardian Hub is change it from I'm just a strand decoy to Mac Chocolate Snob. But he said snab. I'm pretty sure he meant snob, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he meant snob too. I'm going to do snob. <laughs>